Hey guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. The Black Health Academy is an affordable membership site dedicated to the eradication of the most common chronic diseases in the black community. Diseases such as obesity, type 2 diabetes, hypertension, autoimmune, and stress-related illnesses. Be sure to visit theblackhealthacademy.com to join the community and get in on the conversation. Welcome to the podcast. I'll be your host and Black Health Academy founder, Ms. Lisa A. Smith. Joined as always by my super dope co-host, Ms. Get Fit with Jay. Today, we're counting down from 10 to 1. The most common excuses we hear in our community as to why we can't get healthy, lose weight, and just overall do better. Jay, you and I have both complained about this on more than one occasion. You've been my shoulder to cry on, (laughs) (laughs) to vent on. Um, When it comes to the excuses that people give us, when it comes to losing weight, to getting off of medications, to accomplishing their health and wellness goals. And the thing about it is, um, and most people may, may or may not know, but we're both certified personal trainers. And we've been doing this for some years now. And the thing about it is, and I think you said this one time, which I'll I'll never forget and was so funny. We're not going out into the world knocking people over the head and dragging them into the gym. Mm -hmm. They're showing up there asking for help. Right. (laughs) And then (laughs) they ask for the help. They tell us what they want. But then when when we lay out a plan, when we, you know, try to collaborate on this thing, we're met with so much resistance. I'm always amazed at the stuff that you say that I've said that I don't remember at all, but it sounds just like me. So I know I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember, but go on. It was I the know fu- that's me. It was one of the funniest points you you've ever made. So. You but would you would think, think we're, we're, we like, we, we don't stand on right, the corner. Like, hey, we have a pizza for you. Come in. <laughs> Like we're tricking them or no no, diamond necklace. You interested? Like, no, no, you know, this is a health and wellness um, consultation. You called me. You walked in the gym. Yes. You found my number. You will refer. However, however, this thing, however you got here. And then you get the information. And then what's even funnier is when they avoid you. Yes. Like, wait, what? Oh, or they pay for sessions and then they. That, you know, oh, I'm going to have to stop. I'm going to have to cancel. And you say, oh, okay, well, you still have, you know, your last two sessions. No, nope, keep them. Don't worry about it. Oh, yes, that's <laughs> happened to me. I'm like, what? What, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What just happened? Yeah, it's I like they answer. Because it's like I can understand if you can't afford a trainer. But what it sounds like is you're abandoning ship on the whole Too workout, much. get healthy yeah. idea. I don't want any parts of it. I, I, yeah, I can I see. was motivated for a minute. And, I, you know, like I was telling you, you know, the girl called me for a consultation and was all excited about it for whatever, you know, and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And, and she was doing it for the thrill, not necessarily thrill, but to feel like she was doing something for her health. Yes. Even even never going through with it, just talking to me alone made her feel like, yep, one, you know, one check, one one point on the scoreboard for myself. That's a big one. I think I think you're right that the fact that I'm here and that I called you, that I've paid for some services, I've done something. I know the the work. Whether I completed or not, whether I, you know, finish it or not, that's a point for me. That shows 
that I'm I'm serious about this thing. Right. And it's not to take away your credit for that because you you still have done more than most people have done, True. right? You've taken initiative. Yes, it's just like, you know, at the top of the year, people go and get, sign up for the gym membership. Yes, you've taken initiative and you do get credit for that. But people... Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, you. you said who giving out credit? Who giving out credit for <laughs> signing up for the gym? Listen, it's a lot of people that don't even take that step, Jay. I mean, when people throw in a towel, they throw in the entire towel. And so, sure, we can give people a half a point for hiring the coach or signing up for the gym membership. Okay. You know, buying the Groupon for the group class. Okay. Yeah, a half a point. You get a little bit. That is definitely initiative. You know, that's showing that, yes, I know I need to do this. I know, you know, you may even want to do it a little bit. Right. But guys, that credit doesn't last long. It wears out and you have to start showing up in a way that indicates that you truly want to make a change in your health. Okay, so let's um, start discussing some of the excuses that are made, because on for some people in this, it's an excuse. And for some people, it's an actual reason. Most time it's just an excuse, though. I'm going to be honest. Um, I've, I've met too many people, people I've trained people that, you know, we'll, we'll talk about health and wellness from the rooftop. I could fall into a, a manhole on the street. And if somebody's down there like, Hey, what's that in your pot? Oh, this kill chips. Are you, have you had them? Like, I'll probably forget I'm in the manhole. Like I'm always ready to discuss health and wellness. So I've heard so many different point of views yes. from diff- so many different people but something that always remains the same is these excuses yes yeah the excuses the excuses are recycled yeah the, definitely yeah. they have their wear and tear their mileage on these excuses there's there's some mileage on yeah, definitely so we can start um you know there's no spe- specific order but the one i'm going to pick first we'll, we'll just i'll start with kind of the most popular one and it's between time and motivation. So I'm going to tackle um, motivation. Oh, that was going to be the one I was going to leave for last. I got the okay, most to say about motiv- motivation. Let's, let's leave that last. Yeah, because I think okay. that's the one that's, I think that's the only one that's real. That's the only honest one. Okay. I think everything I else uh-huh. is because you don't have the motivation. Okay. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, then uh-huh. let's, let's start off with the least okay. of, um, physical limitations, um, such as, you know, I, I have back pain, I have knee pain, I have joint pain, I have, you know, my shoulder, I, I injured my shoulder, I'm in a wheelchair, I, there are all these physical limitations that you, you, you tell yourself limits you from actually getting in shape and prevent you from working out and prevent you from actually taking a step toward um, bettering your health or elevating your health. Yeah. And what I want to say to that is, that's even more reason to do so. Absolutely. Right? So if you have, let's say, um, you know, lupus mm-hmm. um, or let's say diabetes or let's just say you're in a car accident and now the, the left side of your body is not as strong as the right side, so you had a stroke. That's even more reason yes. to take the initiative to start exercising and eating right. And you have to marry those two things. Um, usually... I would start with the, you know, of course, the diet mm-hmm. because you got to work from the inside out. But exercise has to 
be kind of married to the the you know the way you eat absolutely because they they work in unison right absolutely so the reason why it's so important when you have these things is because the healthy you the, the more le- the less your body has to do for you the how, how can i say this that make that makes it the healthier the healthier you are the more you can battle your disease or your illness with more precision and you can get to the other side quicker. Right. Just like a person with cancer. And I remember you training her because she was going back into chemotherapy. Can you go to chemotherapy without exercising and eating right? Yes. But the, the way the medicine will affect you and take and um, the side effects will affect you will be lessened because you're already in a healthy state. Yeah. So if you do have, let's say, big breasts, right? It runs in your family. If you were already exercising and strengthening your back and you were doing planks and you were doing push-ups and you already were using all of the muscles that were available for you to use because when you overuse and underuse certain muscles, that also contributes to back pain. Absolutely. So now you have these heavy, this heavy breasts and you're, you're leaning forward to kind of compensate for them. Mm-hmm. But when you strengthen your back and your core, you won't do those things. Yep. So... You know, physical limitations can, you definitely can reduce the amount of stress you put on your body when you start to eat uh, the proper foods and do the proper exercises. And then, you know, like with lupus and arthritis and things like that, you can reduce the inflammation, which reduces the pain, which reduces the symptoms and the, you know, and all the things that come along. Maybe not all of them, but a lot of them. A lot of them. Totally. Yes. Which brings us to number two, which you led right into perfectly is genetics or family or runs in my family. Right. So the first excuse people make is, oh, I have physical limitations. I can't work out. The second one they make is, well, this runs in my family. So this I'm destined to have hypertension. I'm destined to have, you know, uh, I'm destined to be obese because You know, my mom is, my dad is, my sister is, everyone is. And so it's just genetics. 100% wrong, 100% untrue. Um, It's not, your, your genetics definitely play a role to which you may be predisposed to, but diet and lifestyle determines which genes are expressed in your body. Mm-hmm. So genetics are, are no way informed. There, you, no one is meant to have hypertension. No one is meant to have heart disease. No one is meant to um, be obese. It's the lifestyle habits that are more genetic than the actual disease. Someone just argued me, well, tried to argue me down about that. Some people are just meant to be big. This was like maybe a week or two ago. Some people are just meant to be, you know, big. I said, no, they're not. No, they're not. Some people, yeah, some people do look better as a size, you know, 12 versus a size 4. But however, we're talking about how much fat is on the body. I'm not talking about, you know, what size jeans you wear. Right. There's there's bodybuilders out here who are striving to be bigger, who are eating, you know, all the right things and lifting weights and swimming and doing cardio and push-ups and pull-ups and have these heavy to gain weight. So of course I'm not talking about weight when I talk about health. It's not about weight at all. It's about uh, you know, your BMI. That's right. You know what I mean? No, nobody is meant to be, have a lot of fat on their body, period. Period. I don't care who you are, who your parents are, how big they are, who you, what your grandmother had, you know, what their cousins look like. It has nothing to do with what you um, have to accept. 
So one of the things you have to do is really take a look at your childhood. Really take a look as an adult. That's something you you have to be conscious of. Mm-hmm. I'm this way because I was raised this way. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've always said this when you want to see what the person's child probably going to end up looking like in a few years. Look at the parent. You know, if the parent is overweight, normally the child is going to be, if they're not already, they're going to be overweight. If the mother and father is kind of slim build, the the children are going to be kind of a slim build, not because of their, you know, their genetics. It's because whatever we are eating to stay in this bracket, that's what we're going to get our, give our children. Yep. Yep. And whatever emphasis we put on physical activity and how we manage stress and how we monitor, you know, time, like that is what's more genetic than, you know, your actual disease or your actual body. So please know, guys, that it is genetics are genetics are simply not an excuse. Um, it's not your your fate is not already determined in that aspect. There are definitely, uh, you know, things that you can do with regard to a healthy lifestyle to ensure that you don't end up like your mother and father and, and cousins. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and it's again, I'm probably going to say at the end of every excuse it's even that's even more of an incentive to go harder <laughs> right? because you, that it does run in your family like if you know hypertension and heart disease runs in your family that's even more reason absolutely to, to not put a whole bunch of salt on your food even more reason to drink a bunch of water even more reason to exercise and do your cardio that's so right don't just lay back and accept it that's right knowing that should give you ammunition to do to want to do better yes yes Okay, let's see here. Number Have, three. You must suggest hilarious. Her new thing is like, here. No. She talk about <laughs> <laughs> what in the Tom Brady pants is going on up in here? <laughs> <laughs> you got you to gotta look at it. It's her new, it's her new thing. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> so let's talk about um, failing before. That's a, that's a really oh. good one. Failing, failing before. Um, no, try that. You know, I did that, didn't work. Oh, yes. Or I lost a couple pounds, didn't stay off. Yeah, so I I need a new method. I need a new strategy. Yeah, (laughs) and failing before can be a deterrent to to dusting yourself back up, you know, off and trying again. Or it can can make you feel like, yeah, I'll do it, but it's not going to work. And we we already know that your body follows your mind, you know, not the other way around. So you have to start off with the mindset of, of winning, Right. So if you feel like you failed before, why not pick it apart to see where where it went wrong, Mm -hmm. where it went awry? It didn't you didn't just fail. And number one, even if you did gain the way back, you still didn't fail because you showed the initiative in the first place to do it. Yes. And that is a huge win. We were just talking about that, you know, in the So in now you're giving points for in initiative. The clean, um plank cut me? Yeah. <laughs> now you're giving points for initiative. I never gave a points for initiative. No, before. no. In the beginning, you said they don't get any credit <laughs> for initiative. I did not say that. <laughs> you said who giving out credit was your oh. <laughs> oh yeah, I did say that. <laughs> no initiative with the follow through. Okay, okay. Initiative yes. with the follow. So if you fail before and you could because you tried over and over again, right? Or you fail, you you gain, you lost the weight and then you gained it back. Yes. So you actually put forth some action behind your initiative. 
that better? Much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I was just joking. I cleared but, that up. So, yeah. Because yeah, we were discussing that, you know, in Clean Plate Club and, you know, how she was feeling bad about eating certain things and not exercising. And I'm like, that is a win for you because you get an opportunity to see what you were made of the first time. Yes. And, and I love when people overhaul that, whatever whatever that break was and they come back and that just, it's like, I love that. I love when people fall off for a minute due to whatever circumstances and then they get back on the on the horse, even if they've gained weight, even whatever it is, because now you get an opportunity almost almost like a like a bystander of your own life to see what you are made of like oh i'm capable of gaining <laughs> 10 pounds and and coming back oh i'm capable of you know not knowing what to do in the gym but going there getting some results and then so i can do it again Absolutely. i have proof so um so yeah the the i felt before is more about switching your perspective Right. Versus. Because who said you failed? Exactly. It's just perspective. Who, it's just, it's perspective. And, you know, I do. Okay. All right. Maybe who. All right. I give points because I'm going to give points for caring. I'm going to give points for just not being just mindless stuffing your face. I give points for trying. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. when people don't you're always in a fast food line and you're all you never exercise you're just a couch potato you're just always sedentary you're throwing drinks back at the bar you're eating fried stuff food so for those who are like you know what Mm, this is not for me even if you never made one single move that conscious thought at that moment eventually is going to manifest into something absolutely the fact that you even um you know i was telling my brother the, you need discriminatory. You need to discriminate more. Mm-hmm. You're not. You don't discriminate with what goes into your body enough. Yeah. You know, like it should be. So, you know how we used to be like. Uh, well, we still do think. Like, who told you giving up beef is uh, is better because you don't eat red meat? Like, you need to not eat chicken too. It's just as bad. It has antibiotics. It has, you know, steroids. It has this, this, and that. But now I applaud people who don't eat beef. For the simple fact that there's something you say absolutely not that does not go yes. into your body, I, yes. I say no to that. Yes, I don't care how good that beef stew looks. I don't care about that. You know how great that steak looks. You have the power of saying no to something that goes into your body. Yes, and that makes me feel like once you start on that path of saying, uh, 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 no, I don't do that. At least you're showing that. I can treat my body with some amount of respect versus right. any and all things. Goals, yes. You know, I, I think mean? it's very powerful in being able to draw the line somewhere right. and establish some non-negotiables. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Some non-negotiables. So yeah, I was trying to explain that to my brother. Like, how, how are you just so non-discriminate? Like, like anything goes. Anything goes. Yeah. That should not be the case with what goes into your body. Like Kool-Aid, don't water, whatever. White Castle, and, and it don't matter. Yeah, just it's say, like, come on Any now. processed food, any candy cake, you would just try it all. And it's just like, you, you're right. There has to be a line you draw with something. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let's tackle this time one. That's, that we shouldn't even talk about it. Yes, we absolutely should. <laughs> yes, we absolutely should because it's so many different layers to time. It's so many different layers to time. You're right. The, the time excuse is so outdated, though. It's so outdated. I can't believe people are still complaining about not having time to take care of themselves. 
Why? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have one of those moments every time? Like it's one we one of us say something like, um, no, I don't agree with that. <laughs> I can't believe it. Why can't you believe that? You know, like you know, like Lisa Nichols says, time is the most intelligent excuse. It's it's one that no one can disprove. It's one that if you tell me you don't have time, I, there's no way for me to say yes, you do. Right. So it's really the best excuse you can actually use because all I can say is, well, you can find time. How? I don't know that. I just want. I just believe you can. So it's because if you say, uh. It's my kids. I could be like, well, your kids go to school at this time. You know, it, it, I could pick your kids up for you. Right. Or I thought your kids are at. So, but time, it's so broad. It's so broad because that could be time you rest for work. It could be time to take your kids to school. It could be the time that you study. It could be anything. So you can use time. It's, it's actually timeless. <laughs> <laughs> so extra that was, was that corny that was so corny <laughs> but it's very true though it is true it's time is actually time you can use that for to infinity and it can you can never be proven you know wrong or right right and and there are seasons in your life where you are more busy than others so there right. are times where it's probably true but but if you've been packing on weight year after year, at the end of every year, you 15 to 20 pounds heavier and you just can't, ain't been able to find a time in the past two, three, five, seven, ten years, somebody's lying. <laughs> and it ain't me. <laughs> we both corny. I can't. Okay. <laughs> it ain't me. Because I'm sure they're accusing you of it. <laughs> Somebody's right. lying. Don't pin that on me. <laughs> uh, we weren't. <laughs> but um, uh, the thing about, dang, I just lost my train of thought about time. And it was really, really good. It was really, 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 really important. Um, go on, because I'm always sitting here pondering this okay. kind of thing. All right. Well, we're going to move to the next one, which is money, which is one of the most common excuses we get. And we'll go ahead and knock this out the park. You don't need money to exercise. That's very clear, right? You don't even have to be at a physical gym. You don't need a coach or a trainer unless you have. Oh, can, can I interrupt you? I'm sorry. Okay. Go, yeah, go with your point with time. Time. You're, you're spending time regardless. You know how people say, oh, I was hungry. That's, I didn't have time. Well, you ate no matter what. You just made a bad choice. Mm -hmm. So even let's take exercising off the table. We're going to talk strictly about food. You're applying that time even if you're going through a drive-thru. If you could go through to a drive-thru at, uh, let's say, you know, a Subway or instead of McDonald's, you can go, Panera Bread has soups that you can, you know, eat. You can use that time. So it's not necessarily about you didn't have the time, especially when it pertains to food, is that at that point, is, you know, you made a decision and the decision was to kind of play into the old you versus the new you who you're trying to be. You know, a lot of times we're programmed to believe that if we don't have a lunch, we do the, the quickest thing. And the quickest thing is usually something like McDonald's or Wendy's or Taco Bell when it is just as quick to stop out, you know, 
Google a Mediterranean restaurant, get some nice rice, get, um, you know, maybe a, a, a shish kebab or something like that, grilled chicken, and, and, eat, and eat that. It doesn't necessarily have to be, oh, because I don't have time. This has to be the un- most unhealthiest thing. It's same thing with snacks. If you're eating snacks, why does it always have to be something fatty? Why did, okay, you took the time to buy a snack. Mm-hmm. You took the time to go, let's say, to a gas station. All right? So why not make the best choice there? There's popcorn there that, you know, let's say smart popcorn. Why did you have to pick the Doritos? You know, if you were going to, it's just a, it, use your time wisely mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, your nutrition. Yes. So we're not going to even say exercise. If you really literally don't have the time to exercise, then diet is all you have. And when I say diet, I don't mean go on a diet. I mean make your life surrounded by putting things into your body that reflects what you're trying to do. And a lot of, when I'm talking to people, I really love to ask them, if someone looked at your plate day in and day out without you saying no word, you're unable to speak. All they had to go on is by what's on your plate. Mm. What do you think your plate would say about you, about what you wanted for your health, about where you saw yourself in 10 years? What would your plate say? Because I know mine would say, I want to be healthy and I want to live a long life. Absolutely. What would your diet say about you? And then, well, yeah. And then I like to ask first before I ask that question. Do you want to be healthy? You know, is that what you want? Do, do you want to, you know, how, you know, live a Yeah, of course. Yeah, I want to feel okay. my best, look my best. Absolutely. Right. Okay. So then if you aren't able to, you know, open your mouth and someone was to go by what you ate, does that reflect that? Yes. And it's usually a resounding no. No, absolutely. Polar opposite. Polar opposite. So. Consistently. Yeah. That's the key. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So the next one was. Money. Money. And so we don't have to have a conversation about needing money to exercise because you don't. But most people think that eating healthier is more expensive. Mm -hmm. And like the point we've made on so many occasions, eating healthier becomes expensive when you try and get done for you healthy options. Mm -hmm. But when you just buy whole real food and you eliminate the most expensive things, which are the meat and the dairy, Mm -hmm. then the bill is actually really affordable very 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 affordable the key is that you're going to trade time in for convenience right and so if you don't want to spend three dollars on a kind bar you're going to have to buy the ingredients to make your own right Mm -hmm. so you're going to buy some oats and some nuts and some seeds and some you know dry berries to make your own Nutri-Grain bar or, you know, trail mix, right? But when you buy those healthy things that are already done for you, when you buy the, the bars and the, and yeah. the trail mixes, that they, those are more expensive. You're right. They're organic. They're sugar-free. They're made of whole real food. Nothing's processed. You're right. But when you buy the raw ingredients... A healthy diet is way affordable because the meat is the most expensive, the dairy is the most expensive, and the pre-made things are the most expensive. Yeah, when I go to Randazzle, the fruit market, I can spend like $40, well, like $20 a week. And that can take me so far. I promise you, I can get fruits and vegetables and beans and all type of things that can last. That's right. Yeah. So when you say you don't have the money with regard to to food, I think what you're really saying is I don't have the desire to put the effort 
into what it really takes to eat, you know, this way. Because it's not the money, it's totally the time. Because you have to cook, you have to cook more. And you do also have to go to the market more, right? Because if you're buying whole real food, and because we know real food rots, you can't, you know, stockpile two, three weeks worth of produce. You need to go to the market more often because right. your food should be going bad. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't take as more money as much as it takes more time to eat healthier. I would argue that before I would argue that it's expensive. Right. But I don't think it's that people are, they don't know. Because you know how you hear something so long you believe it, even if you've never done any research, you've never <laughs> looked into it, never. Shame. There's certain things you believe because you've heard it so many times. Yes. So, you know, that myth is just floating around. Just, just like the myth around. that chicken is healthier. Exactly. And now so many people believe it. Chicken is being mass produced more than beef. Before. You might as well go back to pork, actually. No, I'm going to go that far now. <laughs> oh, okay. Because... <laughs> But chicken is so mass produced. It's mass produced, oh, so many times more than beef and pork oh because so many people believe that. Well, I've only, I only eat chicken and turkey now. So now they have to, you know, keep them in rotation and it takes way more. I really struggle with that too. I really struggle when someone tells me that to, to hold it in sometimes. I struggle right. with and that. And I don't know where the myth came from that chicken is healthier. Well, with that big... You know, Oprah giving up beef and oh, all that's that stuff, right. and it kind of went from there. And then also, um, you know, the big um, juice. When I did 100% juice, I'm like, oh, yeah, about that. Yeah. About, about, and it's always like, God, are you ever satisfied? Uh, but because we use our intelligence so much as people, I, I'm kind of relying for you. On, on you once again. <laughs> like, come on, intelligence, do it for the win this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to explain this to you, and I hope you don't take it as, oh, let me pick on another aspect of right. why you're, you're not doing it right. Right. It's just like, I just want you to know, you know, 100% juice is just sugar. It's just sugar. Right. And eating chicken and, and turkey is no better than eating beef. No. So, yeah, there's that. But as far as um, money, is that where we're now? Yeah. As far as money is concerned, um, it gets expensive. It can't, just as anything can get expensive. That's like someone saying it's so expensive to wear shoes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it can be. Mm-hmm. But then there's also a $10 store. There's also a thrift store. Like, if you want shoes... They are available to you at a very, very uh, minimal price. Right. But if you want the top of the line, um, yeah, if you want to get Jordan's or Gucci shoes or if you want Michael Kors or something. So, yeah, you can go to Randazzle or a fruit market and and spend $15 and feed your family for a week. Or you can go to Whole Foods and get their... um, Top of the line, ridiculously priced twenty dollar bag of whatever. Who? That's your choice, and it's very unnecessary. I don't even do that, <laughs> and I've been doing this for you. <laughs> like, well, yeah. yeah. Well, we know money is is also perspective, though, right? Because my expensive and your expensive are two different numbers, and so yeah, you might not buy that at Whole Foods, but Whole Foods is also cheap compared to a Plum Market here in Michigan, for example, right? Plum Market is more expensive than Whole Foods. So it, 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 there's definitely levels, right? Whereas Randazzle's is cheaper than 
Whole Foods. Well, I'm addressing the people who would even address price as a as a thing. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's all it's still all perspective on what's expensive. I'm I'm gonna throw a blanket statement on this. Oh my god, sidebar. I realize now blanket statements are annoying, right? You yes. have somebody make a blank, but even more annoying than that, yeah, <laughs> is when I make a blanket statement, uh-huh. and people want to point out that that's not one hundred percent true. As if you don't know that. Like, <laughs> when I throw a blanket statement out there and I say, you know, most men are, you know, slow, you know, whatever the blanket statement <laughs> <Slow>. is. Slow. <laughs> you know, I know it's not 100% accurate. But oh, right. for, the, for the sake of argument, and, I'm kind of eliminating right. the, the small percentage. And for the overwhelming For argument's majority. sake. Right. Don't okay. say, well, there's two people in the world. Like, come on now. Blanket statements does not mean... 100%. Why are people so technical? You're right. This is just annoying. Absolutely. However it goes, when I think of people who say, oh, well, it's expensive, I'm just thinking of um, people who don't want to spend $6 or $7 on nuts or, you know, yeah. or $5 on strawberries because my thing, like they say, if you got to ask the price on the menu, you can't afford it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if you're even discussing, because I don't care how much my food is. You know, if you tell me, I don't care. Like, that's the one thing. Like they say, <laughs> how how can you get, lure somebody into that sewer? It's definitely going to be like organic, you know, something for me. Like, I will be down. The, you, you know what I'm talking about? No. I never heard it's that. It's the movie It. So the clown... It's a lot of memes where the it's like the sewer thing, and they say, "How do you get lured down into the sewer?" And some people oh. will take, his, and then they'll populate like on Facebook how they get lured. You know, some people got lured by um, games or you know sports, free sports team, or we're discussing sports down here or something like that. And I'm like, I know how I would get lured for sure. Oh, I've like, never seen that before. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, I think one person got lured by an uh, extra nap or something. <laughs> like, it's down here. But, um, you know, but if you, I feel like if, if you're even discussing the prices of, uh, it's more expensive because you got to take in consideration what you're comparing it to. You yeah, know, that's true. It's not like you're spending $6,000 to begin with, even if you are buying meat and beer. Right. So I'm going to assume. That it's not those people who money ain't a thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm just assuming that you don't want to spend that type of money. Right. Yeah. Understood. Um, okay. So to the point, there's going to be, you can get your necessities and you can live happily and you can those you know, make some soups and all these different things. Or you can go to Whole Foods with the, they are, they make a nice healthy soup already for you and they have this like my loaf of bread is like five or six dollars you don't have to buy that you don't need that that's just like an extra all they, when they say it's expensive they're talking about the extra things that you don't need period period yep um and the 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 next one is the know-how or the lack of information which is a huge excuse and it's also very true and you know i want to be careful with calling this one an excuse because I do get a lot of people who like, I want to lose weight and I don't know what to do. I don't know what to eat. I don't know. I, you, you tell me the sugar, you tell me the dairy, you tell me this, what do I eat? Where do I start? You have people who have never had lentils before who, you know, don't, didn't know that just beans could be a meal who, mm-hmm. you know, and, and 
not sure how to have a sandwich without lunch meat and cheese on it. And so um, the, the lack of knowledge um, is a reason that I want to call this one a reason that people do give for not being able to give he- healthy because I, I get this one from a lot of people who truly want to and just tell me what to do. Just tell me what to do. And so we went over some episodes back um, our formula for weight loss and the number one in that formula was collaboration. And this is this is one of those reasons. So I think you really need to collaborate and not not it doesn't have to cost you money to collaborate. Right. Maybe this is just a matter of, you know, watching some YouTube videos, finding some people that you feel as if they really know what they're talking about and kind of listening to them and learning from them. Um, because I, I do understand how difficult it can be to transition to a, a, a certain lifestyle and you're so used to doing what you're doing. You're so used to eating from drive through windows and takeouts and you, you never cooked to begin with. Now you want me to cook and cook healthy or, you know, you didn't know that hundred percent juice wasn't healthy. And so I think the lack of knowledge really can be a true reason. I struggle with that one because we live again where you can build a house just by watching YouTube if you keep going back and going back and going back right and going to this follow this person. But to, to build a house is there's going to be some across the board no matter how many videos you watch people going to say the same stuff you know start with a strong foundation and this is what you do and you pour the cement. If you try and go look up something with health you're going to get 10 different ways to, 10 different times and so I think specifically in the area of health it is harder to figure it out because you do have just like you got a hundred people saying eggs are bad you got a hundred people saying they're great for you and so i do think this is one particular area where it is a little more difficult yeah that's a good point yeah you're right about that because it can be confusing we got you got us over here who's like don't you dare touch that egg or that cow (laughs) don't you don't you you bet not you bet not breathe in its direction exactly and And, uh, you got the opposite you know yeah you know was it the paleo yeah you got the paleo you got the ketogenic you know you have just the people that say flat out you where are you gonna get your protein right i mean there i i understand why even when you go search (laughs) for the information it is hard to find it what's (laughs) real i like when people uh think someone else sounds so stupid they use a stupid voice for them like i just use a stupid voice where you gonna get your protein? Like, oh. why are you, somebody <laughs> like I gotta make you sound so stupid, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, but I hate when people do me like that. Like, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Don't mimic me in those stupid voices. I sounded very intelligent when I said that. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Though, um, you know, it, it, it is. It's it's. it's so broad, and we've, we've even watched panels on the, you know, discussions with the opposite. I've been a part of panels where right. I knew I was about to get up there and say the complete opposite of what somebody before me said. Right. I mean, and I feel horrible. Yeah. So I'm like, these poor like, people oh, in this yeah, audience. Don't I know, know. He, he just spent 20 minutes telling you something, but. But I don't believe that and I think it's wrong. Yeah. Right. Rip that out your notebook. Right. Let's, let's, let's start over. <laughs> yeah. Let's make sure he get, get out the parking lot first <laughs> and go. Right. So. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it's tough. I mean, because there's so much, there's so many different opinions. There's so many different specialties. And the, what's crazy, and I say this lightly and heavily at the same time, nobody's really wrong because everyone has seen success in doing it their way or so they think. Because the people who like do like uh, paleo and eat, eat nothing but, but meat, all day, right? They have muscles, they're lean, they don't have mm-hmm. any health issues. So they mm-hmm. think, 
I'm telling you, I'm good with this way, right? And so I'm lean, I'm healthy, I don't eat meat, I don't eat dairy. And I'm like, no, I'm telling you, I'm Mm -hmm. good this way. You know what I mean? So nobody's really wrong yet, per se. Yeah, and and that's still, mm, because they have an advantage. Number one, they're not eating processed and all that stuff type of food. And number two, you're exercising and you're probably drinking lots of water and, and removing a lot of toxins. So you're probably overriding a lot of the things that, that could harm you as far as what the meat is concerned, you know, but if I had to choose, of course, it's going to be on the plant-based side, because even if you are plant-based, that doesn't, that don't mean you're getting it in at the gym. You know what I mean? So what if I prescribe to you, uh, a plant-based diet or let's say a paleo diet, but you don't work out. Right. So now you don't have the advantage that this a person that's a fitness trainer or really heavy into exercise. So they're sweating constantly, letting those toxins, you know, removing those toxins. They're constantly drinking water. They're constantly, you know, they got their cardiovascular system. Their, their lungs are strong. Their heart is strong. So they, ha- they have a different advantage. To yes, me. absolutely. But if there's going to pick two sedentary people, I'm going to definitely go on the side of plant based, just strictly off the fact that you don't even you don't have maybe not even the immune system or the the capacity physically to ward off some of the things that come along with eating meat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It causes heart disease. I mean, you can't convince me that you know I need to put any animal products in my body, but I'm just saying you know people make really good arguments for everything they do. They do. you know so the lack of information one I do I do feel sympathetic for or empathetic with people for about that one. Let's move on to um, let's do two more. Uh, I want to talk about the I'm, I'm a foodie. <laughs> That's always irritating. <laughs> Why can't you get healthy? I'm a foodie. <laughs> See voice. I know I just don't know purpose. I'm a foodie. Right. Like, yeah, aren't we all? Aren't we? I, I still can't believe there's still people who think because we're plant-based, we don't enjoy our food. Oh, that's what I meant to tell you. So at work, right? Uh-huh. Uh, I had warmed up some of my food or whatever. And the guy that was sitting next to me, he was like, see, yeah, that's so good. You know? it's so good you you know you eat like that because that's your he was like yeah that's really good i mean yeah while my food may be delicious and and good to eat and everything <laughs> but you know but that's healthy i almost fell out he was so sincere it was supposed to be the highest level of compliment i was like wait what <laughs> he might as well be like it was like the equivalent of saying i mean you ugly and everything, but you know, <laughs> at least you got a good heart. Like, wait, no, wait a minute. This is the package deal over here. He's like, if it's healthy, it can't be delicious. He said, my food may be good and everything, but I mean, you're doing the right thing for you. I'm like, wait, my food is delicious. What are you trying to? That's the it thing. Almost fell out. He was like, no, I mean, I'm like, no, that's exactly, exactly how what you, you meant. Absolutely. You didn't even. You weren't trying to be facetious or anything. Oh yeah, you cute for being dark skin. Yeah, hundred percent. Exactly. That's the that's the diet equivalent to you cute for being. <laughs> like what? So oh, yeah, all I could do is laugh. Yeah, like, can, let's let's uh, squash that. Let's go watch that once and for all, Jay. Guys, just because someone does not eat grease and cheese and butter and nothing smothered and nothing you know has a nice layer of fat on it doesn't mean that it's not delicious Mm -hmm. we don't require everything to be drowned in sugar and salt and grease 
that I remember <laughs> just recently I was telling the client, he's like, so you don't eat chicken wings? And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> and I was like, they actually, the thought of them grossed me out because, you know, just biting into some fried chicken and, you know, grease squirting into my mouth. I was like, it just sounds like it's so unhealthy and yeah. gross and it will make my stomach hurt. And, and just the thought, and I'm like, not the chicken, the grease mm-hmm. alone. And he's like, I just cannot wrap my brain around a chicken wing not being delicious. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, who are you, you alien woman? And he's just like, I just, I'm like, yeah, just, I was like, exactly how your food, you go out, get a wing ding dinner with fries and some garlic bread with butter on the side and a big pop or Kool-Aid. I'm like, just how that's yummy and appetizing to you. My food is just as appetizing to me. Mm-hmm. I don't struggle to get it down my throat, right? I'm not like suffering at every meal. I don't know why people think we literally are suffering. I, know. I, I guess I get it. I, I, I know why they think I don't. Right. Like, I, I look forward to my lentil soup with sauteed kale with like a piece of naan bread with garlic sauce on the side. Like, yeah, that sounds some slices of avocado. We, I, you, of course, yeah, I get it. Like, I'm not slow, but what I also don't understand is why they can't understand. Like, oh, you now have developed a taste and a palate for for that, and it's enjoyable. Like, how you don't get that concept? You know, my client just told me something that was really interesting. He was like, I think, I think people who um <laughs> eat, you know, a lot of you know candy bars and all that stuff. She was like, I think that it's really not even sweet to them. I said, what, what? How could it not be sweet to them? She she was like, I don't, because I don't think it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, she was like, you know, like, if I eat it, I'm almost about to die. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, extra. And then, I love the extra. Yeah. Like, I was like, you know what? You're absolutely correct. I get what you're saying now. Because if I remember eating a slice of cake, everybody was like, this is so good. This is so good. And I, and I just had to have a bite. And I got so dizzy and, and, you know, Mina was so annoyed. Like, you're so extra. I'm like, I promise you I'm not trying to be extra. Like, that was really. Nothing but sugar. Nothing but sugar. But when you eat so much of it, it doesn't, your oh, yeah. palate is so used to yeah. it. That's not even that sweet to you. Of course. I'll, yep. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Right. It's not, it's not that sweet. So, um, you know, food. here's the thing. Your palate adjusts. To whatever you're eating, mm-hmm. and begins to crave that, like we say, whatever you don't, you know, whatever you starve will die. That is your um, your love of whatever. Right. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's chicken. I don't care if it's fish. I don't care whatever it is. If you starve, if you starve that that love for that, it it, it will die. If you don't keep feeding into it, because some people will, will try to do the whole. Okay, I'm just going to eat one. I'm going to eat slow. I'm going to wean off of it. When you have like a long period of time, let's say three or four weeks, and you haven't even touched it, instead of wanting it more, you will want it a lot less. And, and you may want it more, but when you get it, it's going to be like, oh, I can do without it. It's this. not as nice as you thought it no, once was. No, it's not as nice yeah. as you thought it once was. So, yeah. yeah, definitely you can be a foodie eating black bean soup and lentil We're soup. foodies. And, oh, remember we went to that... um Pizza place in Berkeley. Oh. And we had that uh, pizza and those breadsticks, and it was all dairy free. And oh, was that, so that was good. some of the best vegan. But why haven't we been back there? We act like it's so Because that pizza was like $30, $40. Oh, oh. Yeah, y'all right. It's expensive. <laughs> right. I said, I'll take it back. I lied. <laughs> you know, it's expensive. 
I want thirty-five, forty dollars for, for a pizza. vegan pizza, right? Pizza yeah. popular as it is, no cheese. Oh, oh, that's another point I wanted to make too. And you're absolutely right. It is very costly to eat um, healthy at fast food places. They take advantage. They do take advantage. Yeah. If if it's meatless, I remember when I first stopped eating meat, and I went to Subway, and they had like three for six, two for six or something sub. And I was like, okay, bet. I'm going to get this sub, but I'm just going to tell them, hold the meat, right? And they were like, oh, that's considered veggie. That it, it would be $4 for one instead of two. I was like, wait, what? I was like, I'm asking you to withhold something, and the price goes up. Yeah, that's because that's the ve- veggie sandwich. That don't make sense. I was like, I well, put my meat on the side. Just put my meat on the side. You know what? And I, I couldn't do it because I didn't want your... Glove to because when I went to Subway, I would make them change their gloves. Yeah, even yeah. From, no, I'm just joking. I wouldn't do. Oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> like no, I don't. Even but that's, my that does seem super ridiculous. It was. I was like, I'm so aggravated by this, but you know. So yeah, they do take advantage of people who even the vegan restaurants are more pricey. Though that stuff does cost. I'm not gonna lie about that, but doing it yourself definitely does not. Stocking your um, pantry and with beans and legumes, you know, with um, grains and you know quinoa and things like that you definitely will save a lot of money absolutely and the final one that i want to talk about which is the only real one out of all of these excuses is motivation i think when you say stuff like oh i'm a foodie i don't have the time the money it runs in my family i don't know how Mm -hmm. what you're really saying is that you lack motivation Mm-hmm. You lack motivation and you lack discipline, mm-hmm. right? And so when somebody tells me that, I've had clients cancel because they honestly say, I just don't feel like, I don't want to. <laughs> I I, can't, I got the time. I can afford it. <laughs> right. You know, I know where to go. And, and I know it's that easy for me I, not to do this. it's easy for me not to do it. And I'm just going to go and go ahead and go that way. And those are the people I respect the most. <laughs> like, listen, I'm not going to waste any more of your time. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to log my food. I'm not going to work out. I'm not going Dang. to eat. I feel bad as far as, wow, you're making a choice to intentionally let your health degrade. But I, that's the only excuse that I can respect. Because it's just pure honesty. Because everything else is simply like, I, I basically don't feel like it. I'm not motivated mm-hmm. to put in the effort, to learn the information, to do the work, to exert the energy, to mm-hmm. get uncomfortable. I'm just not motivated. Mm-hmm. Right? And that can that's a whole nother episode. We've done episodes on motivation before. That's a whole nother episode. We talk about how you get it, where does it come from, how to keep it. And the shorter answer is you don't. Motivation ain't loyal. But um, that's the only one that's real to me because everything else requires motivation. There's no excuse. Mm, yeah, I, I get motivation. I get why you would think that that's a valid excuse or a valid reason. But like we said, motivation is fleeting. Motivation ain't loyal. Motivation, And you do need is- a little bit of it to show up and get going. Because you you definitely don't have the discipline in the beginning. So there, ta- there takes some level of motivation. It takes some level of motivation. Because then we start to talk about, oh, no, it's habit that keeps us going. We yeah. ain't motivated, blah, blah, blah. But we had to develop that. We didn't get it. Like you said um, some episodes ago, that, that manual to automatic. When you're in that manual phase... You're not relying on discipline because it's not automatic yet. Right. So when you're in the manual phase, what are you relying on? Right. I guess motivation to, to kind of 
push yourself to go and uh, motivation because the reason why motivation kind of is like that crazy stage to me is that what's motivating you can be fleeting in within itself. Of course. So say for instance you were doing it. You like listen that. to this podcast right now feeling motivated. Not even that. You know how people like my haters or something like that's my motivation. <laughs> You know, voice, <laughs> and I wasn't even doing it on purpose. My haters, I wasn't even. I didn't even do it on purpose. That's the crazy part. I did the hand and the neck. <laughs> I love when people do that. I, apparently, I do it myself. Right, but um, you know, say for instance, they somebody think they think they have a hater. Okay, right. Well, what if that person? Doesn't work at your job no more, and they ain't about to see you getting shaped. Right. Or what if you're doing it for your man's, um, and and you know y'all break up, right? Or whatever, right? Would, like the source of your motivation can maybe that is what matters more than needing motivation itself. What Agreed. Is the what's powering? Your what's motivation? the source of the motivation? Right. right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Because when that wedding comes and goes, that vacation comes and goes. Now what? You know. And so hopefully. During that time, just like uh, I'm not a big fan of, you know, people fast every year, right? Up up through Easter, right? Because they're <laughs> they're motivated. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I know. I know. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't even know people could have a choice to be a fan <laughs> or not of that. Like, I, <laughs> I didn't even know you, you could choose. Whatever. <laughs> so, I'm not a fan of it because they're motivated, you know, by that. Easter date and they know then they're going to pick out and they're going to go back to their old ways. The only way I think those things like that work, like having vacation or a wedding day coming up is if you spend that valuable quality time really trying to get educated on the impact of what these things do to your body and learning, you know, the difference between this diet and a whole foods plant-based diet and learning how to properly exercise. But if you just stay the whole time with like a surface level layer of education, then you're not going to move the needle. And so I think like when you give up sugar for 40 days, that's great. But you always do it, if you always do it with the intention of starting right back into sugar on the 41st day, I feel like you wasted that 40 days. You didn't, you didn't get all the benefit out of it. I'm not saying you're going to keep giving up sugar forever, but why don't you go learn? Like, you know what? Let me take a day and take 30 minutes Mm -hmm. to learn why I'm giving up sugar. Cause you know, it's bad enough to give up for 40 days. Mm -hmm. So maybe if you invest a little more time during that 40 days to get educated, then maybe on that 41st day, it won't be as bad going forward. You're like, yo, I, I thought it was just my weight that I was trying to correct. No, mm-hmm. you know, I'm this nerve damage. This is heart disease. This is mm-hmm. inflammation. This is brain fog. This is dementia and Alzheimer's on the horizon. Whoa, maybe I should continue to let up off the gas even after Easter. So I, I, that's that's my thing. <laughs> and who am I to argue? <laughs> Who am I? I'm just, I'm just the only a, person who argue with me. A lowly co-host. That's it. <laughs> you know, you're absolutely correct. You know, like you said, uh, you detox to retox. What's you up with that? To re- I'm so sick of the retoxing. Yeah, you detox. Lisa, to retox. what's the what's best you? way to detox? Just stop toxing, <laughs> and you won't have to detox. I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand. But those are that's that's it for, you know, excuses or reasons why you can't get it together, guys. I hope there was some content in here that was useful for you. Um, we're gonna deep dive into the pledge. 
because <laughs> I don't like that you insinuated that I forgot about the pledge. You I forgot like about the tone. pledge last episode. I was you upset. Put that all on me. Okay. Whose else's fault was it? I guess it's not too o'clock. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. The pledge we read at the end of every episode when Jay doesn't forget. And it can be found on the website at theblackhealthacademy.com. Just click on podcasts. Um, and you can uh, users or listeners have said that they've even printed out the pledge and posted it up because it's so uh, motivational. Mm-hmm. Well, look at that. Doesn't all just get wrapped up right, in the bow? Right, right, right. Exactly. Absolutely. That was the best type of motivation. It's the ones that ain't going nowhere because you use good tape. All right. You ready? <laughs> I think you are so clever. Goodness gracious. <laughs> all right. I... The Black Health Academy. A pledge to honor my mind and body. With nourishment, movement, and intentional mindfulness. My health and that of my kin. Are my are among my highest priorities. I will control that which is within my control. I am the sole driver of what lays the foundation of my body, mind, soul, and spirit. I am determining that giving up is not an option. My destiny is my doing. My life depends on it. Until next time, guys, this is the Black Health Academy podcast. Remember, we're here every two weeks. This is a bi-weekly podcast, so we'll see you back here in two weeks. Until then, go over and join the Black Health Academy 100% free, no credit card required. While we're building our new platform, we're opening enrollment, so you can go get in there, see what type of masterclasses, ready-made workouts, and whole foods, plant-based nutrition is available to you. New content is uploaded every Wednesday. We'll see you back here in two weeks. Until then, take care.